0: He lifts out his hand, he goes, names Gerald, and kisses my hand in front of my boyfriend. What's up, guys? It's Katie Austin here, and welcome back to Austin AF. Today, the F stands for F-Boy because today I'm really excited about my two guests I have coming on Austin AF. They are on this new show that is premiering on HBO Max called F Boy Island. I have Greg coming in, who actually is has 3 million followers on TikTok, which is crazy. He's a great content creator. And then I have a chiropractor and a bobsled Olympian coming in, Dr. Fernando Titus. So I'm really excited to talk to them all about reality TV, what it was like, their experience. And I also have the segment that we did with Tim coming up as well called F-Boy Point of View, where I asked them if they think it's an F-Boy move or not. And before I get into my spiel on the term F-Boy and Some stories that I've had with some F boys. I want to talk to you guys about a story that just recently happened to me. And I wanted to tell you guys before it like really leaves my mind. Also, I was kind of drunk at the time. So before it like really goes out of my mind, I wanted to tell you guys as it's like fresh in there. So last weekend, I went out with my boyfriend and basically it was just us two. We had nothing to do. It was a Sunday. And I just, we just feel like summer is coming up. Things are opening up. So we decided to just uh, grab a drink at an LA bar in West Hollywood. We have one drink and we're like, should we just keep going? We have two, we have three, and you know, it just kind of keeps going. All of a sudden, we're invited to a Malibu beachfront party with like. St- 60 people, I would say it was like the most insane house. And our day with no plans just turns into this absolute time of our life. And basically, first off, those are the the best kinds of days when you have no plans at all, and your day is like so spontaneous, and it turns into such a memory. But from the Malibu beach ho- party, it was down the street from a bar called Shore Bar, which is a very popular bar in Santa Monica, kind of next to the Pacific Palisades. And my boyfriend and I just were like, let's just walk in and have a drink. We just don't want night to end. And basically we go upstairs and two of his friends meet us there. They're actually another couple as well. We go upstairs and it was just like us four and I would say like two or three other people, like a very private room, a very private party. And we were told that it was like a music producer's party. And we're like, okay, cool. Like we're just gonna have a drink and then go. All of a sudden, G-Eazy walks in with his crew. And we are like, oh, maybe we should stay for a second drink. And G-Eazy sits directly next to me, sees that I'm, first off, like on my boyfriend, sits directly next to me and starts talking to me. He lifts out his hand. He goes, name's Gerald, and kisses my hand in front of my boyfriend. And first off, I'm like looking at my boyfriend like, uh, uh, this is like really kind of awkward, like whatever, like, uh, and my boyfriend loves it. He thinks it's like the funniest shit ever. He's like, keep talking to him. This is epic. This is great. So I'm like, don't tempt me with a good time. If my boyfriend says it's okay, I can talk to g Easy. Here we go. By the way, you guys, He was not looking too hot. He had slicked hair, one hair just going right in the middle of his head with a leather jacket and his mole was just really protruding in his face and he was kind of pale. And anyway, sorry, geez, if you're ever listening to this, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Anyways, he is sitting next to me and all of a sudden he's just talking to me and just like telling me how cute I am and that he, you know, uh, he he wants to get to know me. He asked for my number. He texts me right away. He asked me to come over to his Beachwood Canyon house after the shore bar party. And I'm just sitting here like 10 minutes goes by. I'm still talking to G-Eazy and my boyfriend's still confidently just sitting there like doing nothing, the poor guy. And he, and then I later talked to him. He was like, I didn't know you were going to take it that far. And I was like, well, hey, you let me. He was right there. Anyways, my boyfriend's friend was on the other, other side of Gez, okay, and there was a really big lamp sitting right next to Gez, and my friend literally tapped it lightly with his elbow, lightly, and it brushed Gez like it, it, no chance it hurt him whatsoever. You guys, it was a lamp that lightly touched Gez. Gez looks at my boyfriend's best friend and goes, "Get out." And we we're like, oh, my God, no, 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 it's fine. Oh, my God, like, everyone's fine. And he's like, no, 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 really, I don't want that guy up here. And my boyfriend's friend felt so bad. And afterwards, everyone was going to g house. And he was like, yeah, everyone can come, just not that guy right there. And he pointed him out for lightly knocking over a lamp. It was the funniest shit ever. And I'm not going to lie. g did say some really dirty things to me. So all you girls listening out there, he's not the guy that you think he is. He's kind of sleazy. Um, and I'll just leave it at that. But it was like a really epic night. It was really funny. And I'm really excited for these LA nights to come back. They were so spontaneous. Anyways, now transitioning into F-Boys because I think it's a great transition because g is definitely an F-boy. As we have two guys from the show F-boy Island coming in, I wanted to kind of take this word back into the female hands, if you know what I mean. Um, You know how females sometimes call each other bitches and we use that term to kind of take power over that term because it's very derogatory towards females? I feel like F-boys is still – letting the man have power. And I say that in a way because girls can also be F-girls. I was a full-on F-girl. And I don't think that it's a personality trait. I think it's something that you can turn on and off. Um, I I say that firmly because I know for a fact I turned it on and off. And my boyfriend, if you wanted to know him before me, he was definitely an F-boy. I talked to so many girls that were like, do not talk to him. He is not going to ever call you back. And I'm like, okay, no, he turned that switch off. I also think an F-boy can be a good person, they just have to have respect for you. And there's differences between having disrespect for girls and having respect for a girl. You can still just be in a relationship for sexual reasons and be respectful and be very upfront to someone about telling them what you really do want and want and don't want out of a relationship. And so I think the number one thing is just being upfront about it. I think being an F boy is totally a choice. Um, I also have a lot of stories about guys that were in quotations and F-boy, but that are now happily in a relationship. I'm talking about a specific story that I want to tell you guys before Greg and Nando come in right now um, really quickly. So this is like my one F-boy story that really, really, really stands out. I was visiting my best friend in San Francisco, and I was talking to this athlete. Football player, and he was in San Francisco, and we were DMing back and forth. Like, and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm actually going to be there this weekend." Yada yada, and he was like, "Well, we should meet up." And I was like, "Perfect." And my best friend went off with her boyfriend, and so I was like, "Okay, I'm actually free for you know the next three hours." And he took me to a beautiful, nice Italian restaurant. I mean, it was very expensive. He ordered a really expensive bottle of wine. I had a great time. All of a sudden, he's like, "Okay, let's go back to my place or just watch a movie." And I was like sounds good. Like my friend is actually still out with her uh, boyfriend right now. So I can totally come back with you with, I didn't have any other intentions. Um, I, I really didn't. He obviously did. And so basically I go back with him and we're just making out. And basically I told him that I am not going to sleep with him because I don't know if you've heard this on other things. I've never had a one night stand before. And that's just my personal choice. There's nothing wrong with that. I do want to say that, but I just don't sleep with people like that. And so I was just making out with him. And basically, he was like, okay, well, we can turn on a movie. We turn on a movie. And um, all of a sudden, I like fell asleep. He fell asleep next to me and it was like a very wholesome night. He took me to a really nice Italian restaurant and he probably thought he was going to sleep with me, but I didn't let him and it was just so wholesome, right? No. Okay. About... An hour later, we hear his friends come through the door and I'm like asleep. I'm like, wake up. I'm like, oh man, his two guy roommates are home. Like, oh, okay, that's fine. And all of a sudden he kind of wakes up a little bit and he understands that his roommates are home. And then um, about 30 minutes after that, his roommates are still obviously pre-gaming in the living room. And he gets up and he goes to the living room. And I'm just like, oh, he's just going to say hi to his roommates. And he's just going to go to the bathroom. He's going to be back in like two minutes. 30 minutes goes by. He's still talking in the living room. I'm asleep in his bed. Asleep, in quotes. He thinks I'm asleep. Listening to the conversation, though, of course. And so basically, he is in a living room. An hour and a half goes by, and he is still in the living room when I'm asleep in his bed. And at this point, it's like 1130 at night. All of a sudden, I'm still waiting there I think he's coming back, and I hear the door shuts. And I'm like, okay, cool. His friend's left. He's going to come back in the bed and I'm not going to be left in his bed alone. Uh, another 10 minutes goes by. Where Where is he? Literally don't know. I pretend I'm going to go get water to refill my glass to see where the F this boy is as I'm sleeping in his bed. I go in the living room and he's gone. There's literally no one there and I'm left in his house. And first and foremost, my first thought is, am I? This is the most pathetic thing ever. And I don't know what to do in this scenario. Do I text him like, hey, where'd you go? Does he think I'm still asleep? Is he coming back? I'm just so freaking confused. And then I'm like, well, he was wearing his basketball shorts and a t-shirt. Like He couldn't go out to a bar in that. Oh no. In the living room laid his basketball shorts and his t-shirt. He must have changed into one of his roommate's outfits because he didn't want to come in the room to let me know that he was leaving. Um, So what do I do as I'm left there uh, in his room? I called my friend. I was like, what the – F is going on. This guy left me. I don't know what to do. She's like, leave right now. I'm like, yeah, no shit. I'm leaving. But like, do I text him or anything? And she's like, no, do not text him. Do not engage. Steal three sweatshirts. So I stole three sweatshirts. Got some pretty good merch off of it. You always have to steal a sweatshirt if he does something fucked up. And so basically I got some really cool sweatshirts. I still wear them to this day. And um, I left. He texted me the next morning. Hey, where'd you go last night? In what world am I staying in your bed while you're going out with your friends after you literally met me once? I'm so freaking confused. I felt like this was the most ultimate F boy moment because he definitely doesn't do that now, to like, or did that to his current girlfriend. He just decides when, win- I'm sorry, girls, but like, he just decides when he meets you if he's gonna sleep with you or date you. And so that, that doesn't have an effect on if. I did sleep with him that night. He, You know what I mean? It doesn't matter. He decided as I'm out to dinner if I'm his girlfriend or not. So um, I did not even reply to his text. I'm sorry, but if you're going to leave me in your bed and be that disrespectful and leave me to go out and not even let me know to go home or something, then you don't even get a response back. And I think that's the best way to deal with an F-boy or someone who is being disrespectful. Unfortunately, that to me was just a level of respect that he just didn't actually care to even let me know he was leaving or wanted to. That level of respect was so low that he did not deserve a response. So please, please, if a guy does something like that to you or something that you feel so pathetic out of, don't text him back. And if he comes back around, trust me, this guy did. Next time I was in San Francisco, hey, I see you're in San Francisco. He replied to my story. No, you still don't get a text back. He's not changing towards me. He can change towards another girl, but he's not changing towards me. And so I didn't give him another chance. I never replied to him. He doesn't deserve that. If anyone needs to hear that right now, don't text him back. And even if you're questioning, should I text him back or not? Then don't. Even the question alone of asking your friends, does he deserve a reply, means he doesn't deserve that reply. And so please, please always remember that. That fuckboy can turn that switch on or off, and he knows if he wants to turn it off for you. Anyways, I'm done with my FBoy rant, and now I'm going to interview Dr. Fernando Titus. I love that name, by the way. And Greg Matillas. I think that's how you say his name. <laughs> From FBoy Island. Let's do it. All right, you guys, I'm here with Metellus, and I'm here with Nando, and thank you guys both for being here so much. I know you guys had a crazy, hectic last few months, and so I appreciate your time. Thank you so much for being here. Of
1: course, of thank course. You, thank you for having us
2: for real. Yeah,
0: and uh, we're going to crack this bottle of rosé open <laughs> because I want you guys to see a little tipsy with me here. So
2: right we're going to cheers
0: to some Love Drunk rosé. I feel like that uh, the name Love Drunk is pretty fitting. <laughs>
2: Huh? For what we did? Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> for what we
1: did here. Absolutely. Thank you so All much. All
0: right. I just, you know, just get a little loose. Get that nice sound in there. She oh, said she wants to us
1: lit. Let's lie. get lit. She wants the Cheers,
0: juice. you guys.
1: <laughs> toes, toes.
0: Cheers to your show premiering also. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, that's good rosé, mm-hmm. too. Okay, I have so many questions, first and foremost. Um, So you guys are on a show that is called F-Boy Island and hosted by Nikki Glasser, who is an amazing comedian, a host. I look up to her. First and foremost, let's just get into everyone's backgrounds. I know you guys are both like really fit dudes and like content creators, and you have crazy, amazing backgrounds even before the show started. So Mm -hmm. let's start with you. Explain a little bit about yourself.
2: Um, I'm from Boston.
0: I love Boston,
2: guys. (laughs) Yeah, I'm from Boston. Um, I went to college there, grew up there, grew up in Medway, Massachusetts. Um, Before I started content creating and doing all that, I was a nanny. Yeah, I know most (laughs) most people wouldn't guess that, but I was a nanny (laughs) for a year, substitute teacher for a year before that. Yeah, I've worked with kids forever. And then, you know, TikTok happened and Instagram was like, you know, my niche. But then I started TikTok. So then that's when I became like TikTok famous. and started doing that stuff. And then I just decided to move out here.
0: Wow. Okay. Amazing. By the way, 3 million followers on TikTok now, which is absolutely crazy. <laughs> I've watched some of your videos. You're awesome.
2: Oh, thank <laughs> what you?
0: I know you're a chiropractor. You wow. are um, go, you know, trying out for the Olympics for bobsled. And so you have so many cool accolades about yourself.
1: Thank you so much. I grew up in Jersey City, um, myself, my mom, my brother, and I've been running before I could walk. Basically, I've had a heavy track and field background. And I went to college, you know, and I was trying to run track And I got injured and that injury really set the course for what I wanted to do in life. And that's how I became a chiropractor. Like after surgery, the chiropractic medicine like just helped me recover and just become better overall. So I became in better shape than I was before. During my chiropractic rotations though, I got reached out by a scouting camp from the United States Olympic Committee. And I went to a 24 hour fitness, did a couple tests, killed it, and they flew me out to the center in Colorado Springs. And there I was competing against other people because you want to compete for your spot um, to be on the United States bobsled team. So that was really cool. And while I was there, I attracted the attention of the canoe kayak, the rugby team, the indoor cycling team. And it was just a wild experience. And it was very overwhelming because, like, I thought sports was over for me. Mm. So, like, the fact that, like, I had another shot was everything for me. Yeah. And so I just made it my mission after that to just train as hard as possible and finish school so that I can be the professional athlete I want to be and the practitioner that I want to be.
0: Wow! And for being from a division af- athlete myself, division one athlete, I like know what that's like to think your career is absolutely over. And so I just want to ask you before we get into other things, like, did you struggle at all with like any identity crisis when that injury happened? Because I feel like when you're so known for something and you almost feel like you lose it, that that could be really hard to deal with.
1: Right, I definitely had that that um, that struggle and that difficulty because when I got into college, I was 5'11", 160, you know, and I was looking at guys that I was competing against and I was like, damn, like everybody's like six foot, they, they're jacked, they can clean like 225 pounds. So I worked hard at that and I grew my hair out. And so <laughs> yeah. and the hair's so, the, the, hair. the, hair the power. And, you know, I was known as like the strong guy, the fast guy and the guy with the cool hair. And then after I got injured, I just had cool hair. And so it was just like, damn, you know, I had to start from scratch, but after going through it, it just made me so much better, you know, because I just got a setback and then a major
0: comeback. Wow. So both of you really with no real TV background, would you say? No, not at Mm -hmm. all. And so I just want to know, were you approached for this show? Did you apply for the show and how that process really began and why you wanted to be on it?
2: Um, My agent actually hit me up about it. He was like, hey, there's two shows I want you which one do you want to do? And I'm like, I'll apply for both. And then whichever one, you know, comes my way, I'll take.
0: Wait, agent for what, by the way?
2: He just helps me like get deals for TikTok, Instagram. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah.
0: Cool.
2: <clears throat> so then he hit me up and I was honestly like, do I really want to do a reality show? But I, it was one of my goals when the year started to do a reality show. So when it came, I was like, okay, bet. I'm definitely going to do it. And the reason I took this one was because it's a first season, first ever HBO Max show. So I was like, okay, bet. Like, this one's definitely going to be something worthwhile rather than doing a, I think it was like season three of Too Hot to Handle. Yeah. And I was like, I would do that, but this one's new. So when it came to me, it was just like, okay, bet. And then the process was a lot. It was just like all these um, interviews on like, your sex life and what you what you've done in the past what you're doing now like who have you hooked up with what's oh God, your type you hooked up with? like what's your type <laughs> like all types of questions and I was just like oh this is extensive but it was a fun process I'm not gonna lie I definitely enjoyed everything about it
0: wow so you have to be very very open I yeah. guess you have to go into it Knowing that everything about you might be on national television Mm -hmm. and you're okay with people, you know, seeing who you've hooked up with and who you are going to hook up with.
2: I mean, to me, it's not that big of an issue anymore. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs)
1: I think being in like the social media realm, like you just get used to having to put your life out there so much that at, at a certain point, it's like I am who I am. There's people that's going to love me and there's people that's going to hate me. That's a yeah. fact.
0: And then how did you get started with the show?
1: I got started with the show. It's, it's, it's been a long process. I've been contacted by numerous shows. The Bachelor, um, Parties, in ha- Parties in Paradise, which is too hot to handle, um, 12 Days of Christmas, um, and just other shows and, and Love Island. And I've always made it a certain length and then have been dropped. And I was, I was just like, you know what? I need to get on the show. Obviously like there's somebody out there for me. These people see something in me to keep casting me. And, you know, I've only been in one relationship. So I was like, maybe like a girl from like Arkansas or like some weird part of the country that I would never go to Um, is going to be on this show. So I was like, let me just give it a chance. And um, the woman that was casting me for Love Island, I didn't make that. And she told me to just try out for this one. She think I'd be a great fit. And so I went through the whole process. And, you know, I was I was fortunate enough to get on the show.
0: Nice work. Okay, and then you were saying how you wanted to be a part of a show that was never out yet in the first season. I feel like that would be the most scariest part because you actually don't know what it's really like yeah correct because mm-hmm. like you can see like other shows like love island the bachelor you see on tv exactly how you can be in the show and be casted yeah. but with you guys you've never seen anything like it before so were you ever like scared to go into something that you had no expectations for
2: um i wasn't scared just because I didn't know what to expect. You know, it was just like, I can go in and just be myself and do what I want to do and not really, like, try to play a role that I'm really not. Because, like, if you watch Love Island and Too Hot to Handle, like, you know what to expect. You know what you have to do. You know what's going on. You know how to move. This one, it was just like, you're thrown in and you're like, okay, these are the rules. These are what you got to do. And win.
0: My anxiety <laughs> said, "No way, no fucking chance for my anxiety." Um, okay, wow. And before you went to the show, did you know the premise of it?
1: Nah, we didn't did know it. a damn. So you were thing. auditioning.
0: You're like, I know this is a love dating show type show mm-hmm. that is going to be, you know, aired on HBO. But at the same time, I don't know what the premise is.
1: So they told us that we'd get to meet beautiful women and win money, and that's not a bad combination. <laughs>
0: okay, <laughs> yeah. that's good to know. Yeah. You didn't know it all.
2: We, honestly, for me, I thought there was going to be like, I knew there was going to be a lot of guys, but I was like, okay, you know, there's going to be like 10, 15 women. You know, we're going to be competing, but not really like anything crazy. We're going to be able to do a lot, enjoy, get drunk. And then when we pulled up, it was just only three, and we're like, yeah. oh. Wow.
0: And 24 three, guys, 24 right? 24 guys. And we're just That's like, crazy. Yeah, 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 Okay, so for anyone who hasn't watched the uh, premiere or the show yet, uh, whenever this episode airs, can you just give a brief little rundown on what the show premise is about?
1: Oh, okay. yeah. Um, it's very similar to The Bachelor, in the sense. Um, there's three lovely ladies, and they're on this adventure and experience trying to find a love of their life. And they're trying to figure out who amongst the crowd of gentlemen are F-boys and are nice guys. And it's their job to decipher that, but additionally, they need to figure out what their type actually is. You know, do they want somebody with a proven track record that that man himself has said, "I'm the worst possible guy there is, but I'm gonna make you love me or do they want the the sweetheart you know that's always gonna have their back, you know, make them feel nice at home and everything and in front of their mom and dad and choose them you know so they have that that battle, you know, girls like the bad boys sometimes. Girls like the good yeah, guys. Yeah, I was sometimes. gonna
0: say I have a lot to say on this mm-hmm. because I I I read the premise actually online. Um, this can be an edit too because when I read it, it mm-hmm. was exactly like you know she. It's twelve guys who were casted as the fuckboys boys, and then twelve guys casted as the nice guys, and three girls. At the same time, though, I don't want no offense. I don't know what's going on here, but I don't want the nice guy. I genuinely, I have a boyfriend now who I created into my nice <laughs> boy but he was a clear fuck boy he's never had a girlfriend before he was known as a player he, I was told never to text him back Ooh. and that he you know wasn't going to text me back because oh, wow. he was just an F boy oh, and wow. now we've been dating for almost a year and he is like my person and I'm going to marry him so That's at the same sorry. time like that F boy switch can be turned on and off yes. do you guys agree? Yes. Yeah, for the girl that you want to be with it can be turned on and off Yes, for so, sure. absolutely at the same time, if you're cast as that F boy, what if you really fall in love with that girl and you want to be the nice guy?
1: I think this show kind of explores that that, that little storyline for each and every individual person because there is a, a a chance to reform at any stage in life. You know, we all make mistakes. We just got to learn from them.
0: Right. And I know before the interview, we were talking, your longest relationship was around eight months, you said? Yeah, correct. Okay. And how long is your last-, <laughs> Two, your years. last... Two years. Two years. Okay. And how old are you now? 25. You're so young. <laughs> oh, my God. Baby over here. We're oh 27. <laughs> <laughs> okay, gotcha. And then um, I'm I'm not trying. This, this doesn't have anything to do with the show. Just asking you about your dating life because I talk a lot about my dating life here on Austin AF. Um, are you the type of person who is looking for a long-term relationship? Or, you know, I, I think not saying socially 25 and 27, but that's a really young age for a guy that to be in that, like, you know, stage where they're not looking for something.
2: I mean, for me, I would say I'm not looking if it comes my way, then so be it. but I try to stay away from that as much as possible. A,
0: re- a relationship. Yeah
2: just because of the way like I live my life and the way I move like it takes like for me, I've realized it takes a certain type of woman to deal with me.
0: I love the self awareness and it's like I don't
2: I'm not like I'm not blaming anybody I'm like yeah I'm a lot to handle so it's like you know if you know you can't deal with me like I would tell you like no a relationship with me and you is not gonna work cause not not even like personal issues but like life you know I get a lot of attention you know women are in my DMs because I have a lot of followers and stuff like that and my content is you know sexual in some cases so it's like you know you have to be strong enough to deal with all that
0: very true and
2: if you're not it's not going to be good for you because i'm not going to stop what i'm doing
0: you have to have a lot of confidence to be like with you (laughs) yes and oh man okay so would you say it's really easy for you to get girls because girls are in your in your dms constantly and stuff like that okay gotcha and what about you nando
1: in regards to like looking yeah oh okay yeah um i'm definitely looking i'm at a stage in my life where i've just been selfish a lot yeah in regards to just getting my own goals accomplished and now yeah. like I've reached such a high height that I'm like, okay, like, I can actually take on a woman now, take care of myself, take care of her, and, like, just plan for the future.
0: I love that. And I think both of you guys are very career-oriented. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so I hear the excuse a lot. No offense, this is a 25-year-old. Like, <laughs> that's really young. And and I get that, like, the the excuse of, like, I'm just focusing on myself and focusing on my career. But I truly believe that you can put in full effort in a relationship and still focus on yourself and your career. Do you disagree?
2: No, I 100% agree with what that. But again, it takes a certain type of person to do that because the reason my last relationship didn't work is because of my career, of what I've decided to do with my life. So, you know, I just got to make sure that person understands this is what he wants to do. This is the route that he wants to take and I'm going to fully support him. And not be upset every time something stupid happens. You know what I mean?
0: Right. So that next girlfriend is going to have such full trust in the type of content you post. Yes. Do you ever feel nervous when you're posting something sexual online? No. No. (laughs) (laughs) Because, like, I I mean, (laughs) from when I
2: started to now, the world knows, like, who I am. Like, everyone who watches this and watches the show and watches, like, me move forward, they know, like... They'll tell you Greg does what he wants. He's very sexual when he come, when it comes to making content. He enjoys it. Are and, you
0: like that in real life? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> come on. Come on Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs>
2: but yeah, like they'll tell you, like all my fans will tell you, like this is me. Yeah. And like I don't change for anybody. So the person who- I love that. The person who comes with me definitely is going to know the same thing.
0: But I think that's how every relationship should start. You know, you should know exactly who you are before you bring someone else into it. And you shouldn't, you know, morph your at all to try to meet the, that person's expectations yeah. mm-hmm. because you should always be very confident in who you are. And I think for me, I was like single for like two and a half years before my boyfriend now, and I needed those single years so bad to like realize who I am, what I wanted to focus on and how to really like handle everything that came mm-hmm. my way while in a relationship still. Absolutely. So yeah, um, I want to kind of go back to the show a little bit here and ask you some more questions about it um i know for the bachelor you have to be there for like you know as many weeks that as you're on the show like it could be like eight weeks or something and then love island can be as much as like three months i want to say that you're on so how long were you in a little like bubble for
2: we were there for the same amount of time right about like yeah two months yeah two Two months Mm -hmm. two almost Yeah, two months. Could you
0: still create your own content and you train and everything while you're there?
2: Uh, I couldn't, but I had all my content prepared before I left. And I had somebody post for me (laughs) while I was gone. Shut up.
0: But like TikTok content, you have to be so on trend with it. And it's that week, that trend.
2: I mean, yeah, but I had enough followers to just keep my content steady And then, you know, when I got back, obviously, like, I went crazy with just dropping as much as possible. But while I was gone, yeah, Instagram and TikTok,
0: I had someone post for me while I was gone. So you had to, like, you know, compile all that content for you In Did that stress you out? Yeah. Oh, my gosh, that's a lot of content for two months. Mm -hmm. Holy moly, good for you.
2: 60 Instagram pictures and I want to say 300 TikToks
0: no way work. you're a hard-ass worker oh
2: yeah uh, that's all i do i honestly i wake up make content and just prepare for my day like just like that
0: i think just right there i think no matter what show it is i don't think i could do it to a give up my business and i couldn't do that that would stress me out if i like had like 300 posts or b give up my phone <laughs> <laughs> i can't give up my phone i can't even go two days without my fucking phone it's really bad did you have any like like withdrawals, not your phone? No, yeah,
1: he uh-huh. did. <laughs> <laughs> that man
2: couldn't work out. He was going crazy. Uh, there was
1: no music. Um, we didn't have a gym. And I mean, we had each other, but, <laughs> but no, there, was, um, there wasn't really much to train with, especially not with like the way that I do in the intensity. I still woke up every day, but it was hard to keep a regimen because like I couldn't make the meals that I needed to make. I couldn't lift the amount of weight I needed to lift. I couldn't run the distance I needed to run. So... That was hard. And for me, exercising is an escape.
0: Oh, period. yeah. Period.
1: Like, I can be so mad. And as soon as I get in the gym, it's all it's all good and gravy.
0: So what do you guys <laughs> do every day?
1: We talk to each other, strategize, and also try to tell each other, you know, where we think how they're doing. Right. Just to, like, give each other a little boost. Yeah.
0: So you guys are friends in real life? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah? Like, all <laughs> of oh you guys? Yeah. Like, yeah. All of you guys we are hang really out. friends? For the most part, yeah. we
2: became really close. Family, okay. yeah. Yeah.
0: I'm not trying to be sexist here in any way towards women, but I just think that 24 women and three guys, the 24 women, I'm just not sure how much they'd really get along and be like, you know? I
1: don't know. With some of the characters, (laughs) that could be a Bad Girls Club situation. Yeah. Oh, man. For sure.
2: But I think for us, it was more so like, I think everyone who was on the show knows outside the show, they get women. If they if they really like it was a requirement. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was a requirement. Shut like, up. if you yeah. get girls, you are definitely like a very good contender to be on the show. So a lot of the guys knew like there's three girls. A lot comes with just the type of guys they like. You know, if you weren't the type of guy they like, right. you probably wouldn't make it to that. But if you had like a certain personality, you'd make it a certain distance. So I think a lot of the guys just wanted to make it to a certain distance. And you know, just being around each other and just knowing who like Nando, for example, like I've never had a friend like Nando before. You know what I mean? So like Amazing. meeting like he's just he's just so high energy, always waking up early, like, you know, doctor. Like I don't have any friends who are wanted to go to school and be a doctor. Yeah. So like I wouldn't have met him without the show. Wow. But meeting him is like a great experience because Again, I would have never met him without it. And then, like, all the other guys, like, we have lawyers, guys who are, like, you know. Cool.
0: Very doing, successful. Yeah,
2: very successful. Yeah. So it's like, okay, like, now we, go, now we can all come together and help each other grow even more. Right. Because, you know, some people are at a certain level. Mm-hmm. There's just
0: no way, though, that all 24 of these guys are, in bachelor quotes, in it for the right reasons, though. <sighs> like, are they really looking for love? I they think really everybody's
1: think? in it for the right reasons. Really? You do think it that? Depends
2: on the reason. <laughs> yeah. The right, right reason, could de- it depends on money right was motive. involved and love was involved.
0: Oh, I do forget money's involved. Yeah.
2: So the right reason could be money. <laughs>
0: oh, that's And crazy. things could
2: get skewed.
1: You know, you might mess up one day and you're like, you know what? <laughs> I might just pull a fast one.
0: Oh, dang. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. there's a lot of twists. very excited to watch. And then you also said get girls. Okay, I kind of want to like take back on that quote that you said a little <laughs> bit because what does it mean to you to get girls and how do you like tell someone like that you do get girls you know what I mean like that could mean a lot of different things in my opinion
2: yeah that's true
0: <laughs> so what do, you, what do you mean by that for all, me, of the, all those guys like hook up with a lot of girls you're saying
2: I'm not hook up cause like me after like 21 22 I stopped doing like that whole like wanting to hook up with all these girls I just kind of just been chilling but for me getting girls is just like, you know, if you go outside and you are at the bar with your boys, you can walk up to this girl and be like, "Hey, what's up?" Like, and you can get her number. Totally. You know what I mean? Like you're good-looking, you know how to talk to women, and you can pull whoever you want. That's what I consider being able to
0: get mm. girls. Okay, it doesn't necessarily mean that all these guys are sleeping with a bunch of women. No, it does not no. It means that they you guys have a lot of confidence to be on the show. Yeah.
1: Well, not just the confidence but the potential you know, like, you don't really see it as a difficulty or an obstacle. You know, you you understand that there's always going to be women around and, like, you can go and talk to them with ease, but you're not there necessarily executing to go further. Exactly. Yeah. You just know you can do it. And guys that get girls, they don't really brag about it. You know, they just do their <laughs> That's thing. That's true. You know, like, and when we all came together, like, we kind of just realized, oh, shoot, we all get girls. You know, we all had the same definition, the same understanding, but then it just became of all right, now who can get these girls? <laughs> exactly.
0: Right. Gotcha. Because it was so many of
1: us. And so that really had to bring out the animal inside of us.
0: Yeah. And if you had to give any pieces of advice, if any guys are listening right now who do struggle with getting girls, what was your biggest piece of advice? What would you say?
1: Honestly, I think being yourself works really well, but you have to know yourself and you have to be confident in yourself. Like if you're stumbling over your words, if you're thinking too much or just asking like weird questions, not going down the right path, um, not holding her attention, it's going to be really hard. And for guys that are nervous, I think that is a huge factor
0: for them. Mm -hmm. You can tell when a guy is nervous.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So if if you can get past that stage, like even some of the guys are like, you know, aren't the best looking, but they just talk, 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 oh my talk, gosh, yeah. you know, and they, they got it.
0: <laughs> it doesn't even matter. Like, I, I know, um, I'm dating a very, very beautiful, handsome boy right now, but it doesn't matter what you look like. It mm-hmm. matters how you carry yourself yes. and how like confident you are. That goes for women too. I personally believe like you can be the most beautiful girl in the entire world, but if you don't, if you're a little bit insecure, it can come off and, and be very unattractive, oh, yeah. you know, and that goes both for male and female. So do you have any advice for guys who are struggling with getting girls? (laughs) Oh,
2: I'm right there with Nando. Like, you know, it's just knowing who you are and having that confidence. Like, I'm not saying I'm the most confident man in the world, but the way I was raised is you walk into a room, you need to have that thought in your head. Regardless of where you are, regardless of who you're with, you are you and you're the best you you can be. And if you have that thought going into any situation, I don't see why you can't come out on top.
0: I love that because you said you're the best you you can be. It's not about a competition. It's really not comparing yourself. It's just being the best version of you. Yeah, exactly. And so that's actually a really, really great takeaway. Anyone listening right now who walks in a room and you're like, oh my God, that person over there is like more beautiful than me. That girl over there is like, has bigger boobs than me (laughs) and better body than me. It's not about comparing yourself to anyone else in the room. It is literally about you and being the best version of yourself. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's how I think you can, you know, really help with confidence. Do you guys ever struggle with self-love and insecurities because... I think, you know, when you're on a show like this, all you see is confidence and, like, you know, how you're so powerful. But any time that you feel low and down and insecure?
2: Um, I mean, growing up, yeah, for sure. Because, like, I didn't really know myself and I didn't really know what I wanted to be or how I wanted to look or carry myself. So, you know, seeing other gentlemen, like, fully dressed... They got these type of jobs. They drive these type of cars. They look like this or look like that. Yeah, you get insecure because you're like, why am I not there? But I think for me, like once I started to figure out what I wanted to do with myself and how I wanted to be presented and how I wanted to look, it it stopped. Honestly, it was just like, okay, I don't care if I'm with anybody who's an A-list celebrity. In my eyes, I'm still better than you. And not like better than you, yeah, like yeah. I am a better person than you. And just for me, it's like, I am that dude when I walk into a room. Like, it's not me comparing myself to others. It's just me finally realizing that I'm a great person. I know who I am. And you just got to like me for who I am.
0: Yeah. And if you don't, mm-hmm. if you it don't like that is. person, then if that person <laughs> doesn't like you for who you are, then you it don't need them. There's a lot of people in this world. not you?
1: <laughs> and to me, I see it as a huge maturity thing. It's, um experience and age and you know when you're a kid you go through these relationships you have your fake girlfriends and everything and or for you fake boyfriends and Mm -hmm. you're just like okay this was cool but like as you start to see feelings involved maybe somebody gets hurt um there's something that happens and you have to react a certain way maybe you have um um, somebody you look up to, you, you, you recognize how they react as certain situations and all of those things morph into your character. And with that, you can just take that and then move forward. And that really changes how you see life, how you see relationships and how you handle yourself in any scenario. Damn. And in this show that was really exposed and mm-hmm. that's really what helped all of us grow and mature together. So yeah. you guys
0: think you grew a lot and matured on this show? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. learned a lot about yourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dang, I love that. Do you think I also have another question? Do you think that girls can be F boys?
1: Yes. Yes. I agree. Thank you. Yeah. Of, thank yes. God. And I was like, I was
0: totally an F boy or F girl. I don't even know what would you say is the like the female term of like F boy?
1: Mm. I guess you said it. F-girl. Yeah, I think F
2: girl. Yeah, yeah. I don't think t- people use F girl.
0: Nah. Do you guys find like F girls <laughs> attractive? Like, is that like that? It's all about the chase with an F girl, technically, or no? Like, what is De- your opinion on that? Depending
2: on the F girl, because me, like, if you if you know your what you can do and what you bring to the table, and you're just doing you and enjoying life, I don't fault you for that. As long as you're honest, for me, if you. T- Ah, an F-girl or an F-boy is someone who's dishonest. You know, I think to me an F-boy is someone who's like, oh, I want a relationship with you just to sleep with you and then lies. You know, so I don't really consider many girls F-girls because I feel like girls are very honest with what they want for the most part. If they want a relationship, you'll know.
0: Yes, I If they want to just sleep
2: with you you'll know. Mm.
0: I, I feel that way with guys though. I really do. I know some girls can, can see how it's really hard to see if you, if that guy wants a relationship or not. But I think that with guys, if they're in the in-between stage and they keep dragging you out and they haven't made that commitment by like month three, I'm so, so fucking sorry, but <laughs> count him out. If he cannot commit to you within the first few months and is still very wishy-washy and if you are questioning his decision still in month three – then he's done. He's yeah. not in the question anymore. And so it is clear. They're just not as direct. Girls will be like, I want this with you and yeah. be very upfront and say it. Mm-hmm. Guys have the actions that will not say what I want, but it's very clear in my opinion yeah. still. I oh think gosh. like for me, it was really easy to understand like that my boyfriend wanted to be with me because he has never had a girlfriend his entire life. Total F boy. <laughs> Hooked up with a lot of girls, like was known in this He's hooked up with a lot of girls in that. anyways. And, um, <laughs> oh, but for me, I knew he wanted to date me on date two, like literally date two. Oh, wow. He was like, I, it was just a different vibe. We, we spent every single day together. And so it was a switch for him. It was when you met that right person. And yeah, that's <laughs> I think that's all I had to say. What was the question that I first took? <laughs> <said? laughs> I was very passionate about No, that. it's true
2: though. Like you know. Um, yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah, well, you you for know sure you know.
0: know. Yeah. Oh, is if girls can be F girls. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay, so now I have this uh, segment called F boy point of view. And it's funny because I actually played this with Tim. I don't know if you ever heard of Tim Demergian. He's also on TikTok. Mm-hmm. He was on my show a few weeks back, and we played this segment called F-Boy Point of View where it's like F-Boy or not. So I'll basically give a question, and you think if that scenario results in a guy who is being a player. Okay, cool? Okay. okay. You'll hang out with her alone, but not in public or with your friends. <laughs>
2: Nah, 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 nah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all
1: nah. right, all right. In regards to what you said earlier, how many months into this talk? Yeah, because that okay. it depends on. Because I'm week one.
0: No, no, no. Let's say, let's say month two. two.
1: F. All right. Yeah. Yeah. You got to
0: meet somebody. Come yeah, on. F- yeah. Not like the <laughs> mom, at least like the best friend. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. Something. yeah. You're trying to keep her private. And in <laughs> your opinion. Okay. So I had an ex-boyfriend basically who we dated for four and a half years and he would just like never post me online, but we were dating for a very long time. Do you think that he was trying to hide me? For the wrong reasons
2: depends because I genuinely know people who don't like posting their significant other. But why? Because they they feel like people try to. Yeah, I it's have like, a fear. It's too. a weird thing. Like I feel like girls are attracted to guys with girlfriends. Yeah, I don't want people DMing you. Yeah, like <laughs> so I don't care. I will post my girlfriend to the death. Like she's getting posted oh. on the toilet, in the shower, <laughs> wherever. Her nudes. Yeah, I don't care what it is. You're getting posted on every social media. I want everyone to know. But I do know, I have a friend who's back home, best friend. He's married. You wouldn't know.
0: Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Like the
2: only way you know is if you're like very close on Facebook with him, but on like Instagram, but he barely posts on Instagram. But if you look at his Instagram, you wouldn't think he's married.
0: I don't like that. But
2: I
1: think the scenario, it it, it depends on what you're going through. Like if you're in the light all the time, like you posting your mom, your girlfriend, your kids, like you don't want people knowing your family, you know, because you could be targeted. So oh, in, in that okay. light, that makes that makes perfect sense.
0: That makes sense if you don't want like your girlfriend to be targeted. Also, I used to um so I post my boyfriend now, but I don't tag him. And <laughs> that's
2: the new way. Oh yeah. That's the new way You I tagged you, tag you yeah. thought. <laughs> so
0: I'm saying, everyone, he's here. Don't sign in my DMs or, you know, whatever. I have a boyfriend, but I'll never tag him because I used to tag my ex-boyfriend. And that's how my ex-boyfriend and his now current fiance met because she was following me and followed him off of me. That's
2: true. So that's that's why I don't
0: tag my boyfriend anymore because I don't trust girls.
2: They'll be signing in my boyfriend's DMs. But I'm saying, though, that's that's why a lot of people don't post a significant other. Especially Mm -hmm. me, I don't care. But, like, I know a lot of people who, like, don't like that because they don't want whoever follows them to follow their significant.
0: Other. Okay, I have a question. If you had a girlfriend and she was so hot online, one million followers, and you all were dating for a year, and she was never posting you, always pretending she was single, how would you feel?
1: Okay, so is she going on her stories, like, with her girlfriends at clubs, like, oh, look at yep. us, like,
0: pretending yep, to be like she's. Uh, but your relationship in real life is perfect.
2: Oh, I don't care. Yeah. You don't care? No. If it's, per- if it's great outside of social media.
0: But why is she hiding? Can
2: I post what I want to post?
0: <laughs> totally.
2: Oh, we're great.
0: Oh, okay. we're, gravy. we're
2: gravy. Okay.
0: Yeah. Okay. At least it goes both ways. Yeah,
2: no, we are gravy. <laughs>
0: okay. You've hooked up with a girl a couple times, but you never text her again. You ghost her. Why? Why are you ghosting when you could just say, hey, I don't want anything further than this. Uh-huh. And have you ghosted before?
2: No. I haven't. Mm-hmm. I don't agree ghosting. with ghosting. Yeah, that's kind of weird. I don't agree players. with ghosting. I think <laughs> ghosting is just like it hurts like because you just hooked up with it. Like, not in a sense where it's like you're supposed to do it, but it's like, okay, why don't you want to be with me? Just tell yeah. me why. Yeah. Which is fine. Like, I think, hey. It just didn't work out. This isn't it. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, I agree.
2: I think that's the best way to do. Even it. though I was Thank a huge you. ghoster. <laughs> yeah, <so. laughs>
1: I think I think ghosting is messed up. You know, and when you have like those relations with somebody, you share a piece of yourself. Whether it's like more for you and less for them, less for them, more for you. Like you should just at least be on the same page. You mm-hmm. know, like it's always just weird being like, oh damn, like she was just here. Got her an Uber. Hey, how you doing today? Nothing. <laughs> you know, like that. That would just be a weird scenario. So you guys here. have
0: been ghosted?
2: No. I've been no. ghosted.
0: Yeah, I've,
2: I've definitely been ghosted.
0: How does it feel? I'm
2: sorry. Um, <laughs> he said, "I'm sorry." Um, it was she. Okay, so the one it was only once, but it it hurt. I'm not gonna lie because I you was, remember
0: like, it. I, yeah, <laughs> okay,
2: I'm gonna tell you why I remember it, because she hit me up like a year ago. A year later, and was like, "I ended up getting a boyfriend." I was like, <laughs> "But you was just in my okay." Well, what happened? What? Yeah, It's <laughs> like, yeah, like he automatically, he just randomly showed up and asked me to be his oh, girl. And I was just like, okay. Yeah. But it, it was like, what did I do? Like, it was like, what did I do? Did I say something I shouldn't have said?
0: You overthink. Did I
2: hurt her? Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, I thought we were vibing. And then it was just like, she just nothing
0: i think the biggest part about um ghosting is having your ego being hurt because yeah. we think so highly of ourselves and so when it's not a right fit for the, uh, the other person the other person could be so great but we have to understand that that's just it's not an ego problem it's just like you know it's just like the same thing that you were saying about the f the f-boy island show just because you know you maybe you might not be her type and that's yeah. totally fine it's just like you know auditioning for a movie and you might not fit the role. Right, right, so you right. you can't have your ego so much involved into it. Okay. Another F boy point of view question. You are dating her for a little while and you follow other girls that you don't know on Instagram. I Do you mean, follow a lot of Instagram models?
1: I used to when I was younger, but I feel like that's not really a problem. Like, you, you're, that type of stuff is thrown in your face all the time, whether it's a commercial, an ad, or, like, TV. It's just, like, it's whatever. But, like, as long as you're not going out of your way to, like, comment or DM them, like, that would be weird.
0: So, you think it's okay to follow a lot of Instagram models while dating someone else?
1: N- I mean, like, if you follow 3,000, that's kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> bikini, bikini, bikini. bikini. <laughs> yeah, like, that's weird. But, like, nah. that's I mean, it's it's not okay, I guess, if you follow that many.
0: Okay, what about, like, 10?
2: If you know those times, it's you know it's high.
0: Let me stop. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I like beautiful women. Right. Not, not saying I'm gonna slide in the DMs or comment, but I love beautiful women. So I'm just I'm following just cause they're attractive. Now, if I have a girlfriend, I'm not going to follow them, but I don't think following is a problem unless you're doing something with it. Right. Yeah. You have to be making conscious Yeah, You have to be doing something for me to be like, okay, like this is, this is not right. I just completely disagree with you
0: both. I love you guys a lot. I do. (laughs) If my boyfriend is going out of his way to follow three bikini women that he has never met before in his entire life, I'm like, why? I don't get it. There's no need. You don't know these bitches. Just kidding. I mean, gross.
1: <laughs> I could see all this weird for you for
2: sure. It's I mean, weird. I see yeah, your weird. side. I I don't get me wrong. I'm not it's saying weird. I don't see your side, but I'm just like, hey. Okay. Hey, like, <laughs> Agree
0: to disagree. Right. Okay.
1: I'll, Agree I'll give to you disagree. that one. I'll give but you that we one. We could,
0: we could, you know, end the f boy point of view right there, you guys. I do have one other segment. It's called mood boosting mantra. Basically, where you guys give your quote that you live by, uh, daily affirmation, anything that like got you to where you are today, if you have a quote that you live by.
1: Ooh, I do. Ooh, I was right for <laughs> <laughs> ready for this question. That's
0: a harsh transition where you just went from like Instagram model following <laughs> to like, what's your mantra?
1: Um, so every day I live by, what's the point of trying if you're not trying to be the best? And mm-hmm. that just goes for every single thing that you as a person do in your life. You could be on the team, but you don't have to be the best on the team. You got to bring your best self to the team, right? You got to wake up every day and just bring your best foot forward. Don't try to make any steps backward forward every day, starting at 5 a.m.
0: Oh, my (laughs) goodness. Is that what time
1: you wake up? I wake up at 4.30, but yeah. Yeah, he wakes up. I'm wild. (laughs) That's a different level. Yeah, but my goals are different than yours, you know? So, like, if I want to be the best in my position currently, especially in athletics, I have to put in that extra work, you know? I can't let that next guy be better than me just because I want to sleep a little bit longer. Right. You know, I mean, you're trying out
0: for the Olympics. That is a different whole level. It's different for everybody. (laughs) Everybody's
2: best is different.
0: Wow. I love that. (laughs) I love that. What about you?
2: Me, I got it tatted on me. A lion never loses sleep over the opinion of sheep. Hmm. love that one so like for me when I first I think my grandmother showed me that quote when I was like 14 but it was like it was just it made so much sense like I'm not gonna let anyone else's opinions bother me like I'm gonna do what I want to do and I'm gonna be happy yeah like and that's how I honestly like any like I said previous like if you ask any of my followers they'll tell you like Greg does what he wants. And if he's happy doing it, he's going to do it. And they'll all tell you that. So it's like, that's just how I live my life. Like, I'm going to do whatever makes me happy.
0: I love that. And you yeah. don't need to explain your happiness to anyone else. Nope. And you don't need ex- any explanation to give to anyone else but like to tell them what you're doing. That nope. was like really horrible English. And- <laughs> <laughs> nah, you Honestly, I could really talk to you guys for a lot longer about Foy Island, about all your lives, your advice and everything. But I'm going to wrap it up right here. So if you just want to quickly say where they can find you on Instagram or anything else.
1: Uh, you can find me on Instagram, underscore Nandeezy, and my fitness Ooh, page, underscore F-T-N-E-S-S.
0: Love it. What about you?
2: You can find me on underscore Metellus, M-E-T-E-L-U-S on IG, and then Metellus underscore one on TikTok.
0: Yeah, but just make sure you are alone when you're watching his TikToks. So I'm just kidding. Um, okay, <laughs> I love you guys, and make sure to tune in to FBoy Island right. and next week on Austin AF. Bye, y'all.
1: Peace. <laughs>